going on survive squad it is one half of would you survive i'm brandon one of your hosts and we kind of had to deviate from our regularly scheduled program for a multitude of reasons that we're not going to get into but uh, we are back and we did miss last week's sinister episode posting uh we had to reschedule that one we're going to do that later in the month but we do have two episodes for you this week one episode is a recycled episode that you can actually find on our patreon patreon.com forward slash would you survive and we cover the mythos of la llorona uh, a very special episode that we actually did with my mom Um, and it was one of the first episodes that we had done with a guest on the show so let us know what you guys think of it i'm going to limit the amount of talking so we can get right to your content all right we'll see you Mijos, ven aquí. It's almost sundown, and it'll be bedtime soon. Now, now, you wouldn't want La Llorona to get you, now would you? Who's that? Oh, La Llorona's a spirit who walks the rivers in search for her lost children. And she takes away children who misbehave and don't go to bed when they're told to. Have you seen her? Now, now. That's a story for a different time. Come along now. Time to go home. going on survive squad it's probably your favorite co-host mr brandon farmer aka the smooth okat taku i'm just kidding and i'm here with a very special guest today uh, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself hi <laughs> <laughs> um i am probably one of brandon's biggest fans yeah everybody's my mom <laughs> Hello, she, everybody. She's been a real one since day one, helping us out with the podcast, giving her uh, high expertise critiquing, and uh, was one of the reasons to why we kind of do what we do now. She had contribute a lot to how we wanted to navigate through the show. And so if you're familiar with our Patreon, you'll know that we bring on a special guest every month and that we typically will have that specifically to our Patreon content. So it's only it only makes sense that my mom would be our first guest on the show. 
Well, I'm very honored to be here. I mean, Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you technically created this because you created me, right? So, <laughs> Very true. Very true. Yes, I guess I did have a part to play in this. But, You're welcome. <laughs> but in honor of the start of Latin American History Month, which I believe this episode should be released on the 15th of September, we're going to cover a very special story that is probably told to all kids to scare them into a darkness, <laughs> basically. And that story is a story of... La Llorona. Yeah, and it is quite terrifying. I'm glad that I've never had to encounter her, but if you have, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's quite the terrifying specimen. But, yeah. Yeah, there's many versions of La Llorona mm -hmm. throughout Latin America, each country has their own version, their own story, but it basically comes down to the same thing, the same person. Kind of. Yeah. I feel like we've like over the years, like heard different versions of La Llorona. Like, you know, I've heard the version from my Mexican friends and it's completely different. I mean, we're Guatemalan. So it's different from the version that we've, that we typically will hear as, you know, growing up. Um, I don't think I've ever had to hear the story of La Llorona. I just heard, you know, I'm a your ass if you don't get on, if you get in the house but so i have my own thing to worry about i'm my own weeping woman yeah exactly but yeah so what we if you're not familiar with the show what we do is we typically go over a movie book or story in this case we're covering the mythos or the legend of la llorona and then we determine whether or not we'd be able to survive her or survive the subject of the story so if you want to go ahead and get into the lore and I will just sit back and relax and watch the audio levels. <laughs> you do that, son. Good luck. <laughs> You'll find that it's harder than it, than it really you know, is to be in front of the mic. Oh, no, I'm already <laughs> shaking in my Crocs. <laughs> Literal Crocs. <laughs> so we're going to touch on La Llorona, the Guatemalan version of it. So in Guatemala, La Llorona is a ghostly figure with long black hair and a long white gown that almost seems to glow in the middle of the night. She desperately screams and cries out for her children, roaming helplessly through the countryside or city. And when she spots a child, she runs towards them, believing it's the children she lost and attempts to take them with her. It is said if her weeps sound close, she is far. But if her weeps sound far, beware, because she is very close. Just some expert storytelling right here. <laughs> I'm very impressed. <laughs> A lot of emotion. <laughs> hey, who read you bedtime stories? <laughs> right? That's why I was so terrified all the time. That's why I still have nightmares now, right? <laughs> There's therapy for that. Yeah. <laughs> So a little bit about La Llorona's backstory. Before being La Llorona, she was Maria. And Maria was a beautiful... Maria, Maria. Oh, yeah. The girl was from... <laughs> I mean, we, uh, I think one, like, uh, not alteration of the story, but, like, similar to this, like, the, the bloody Maria. Like, you can't say the name of the mirror. Kind of like, like a blend between La Llorona and, like, Candyman. It was oh, weird. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. That was, like, that was, like, the big scare of, like, middle school was, like, oh, go say Bloody Maria in the mirror five times. And yeah. Well... I, I don't know. Like with us, it was Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never really 
messed with that. Yeah, if they no, said no. something's going to appear in the mirror, then I just didn't say it. I stayed away from it. I no. figured why trigger anything. Exactly. We don't mess with the afterlife or, or any supernatural thing. See, this is this is why I'm a true survivalist because <laughs> I get it from my mom. <laughs> we, we don't play with any of that. There was no Ouija boards in the house. There was nothing like that. You pray after you watch a scary movie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or you just go all sleep in the same room. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But back to the back to the legend. So, as I was saying, Maria, Maria was a beautiful young woman who came from a wealthy family. She ended up marrying a wealthier man or just as wealthy as she was. They're in the same class. And he was much older than she was. They ended up having two children. And one day her husband died. And this is where you'll see that the stories from different countries kind of differ. So from my understanding, um, when her husband died, she shortly started to run out of money. And she ended up having to sell all her belongings in order to feed her children. Soon she ran out of money, out of anything else to sell. So one day, Maria told the children they would be going for a walk. She took them down to the river and pushed them into the current. The current ended up taking them away, and she watched as they began to drown. Remorse quickly sets in, and Maria jumps into the river, where they all eventually drown. How beautiful. <laughs> if, you, if you hear strange noises in the background, just like in a true Latino fashion, <laughs> we're recording at a family party. <laughs> we, <So. laughs> we like to multitask. Exactly. That's so. how we do things. <laughs> <laughs> Have a couple of beers and, and record, right? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but I just, uh, I looked over the fandom or like wiki of La Llorona and it seems like her only power is her, uh, her, is her tangibility, so her ability to be touched or perceived, uh, which I, I think in this case, we might, uh, we might have a chance this week. <laughs> I, don't know if you've, I don't know if you've listened to the Slender Man uh, episode and um yes, i think I malcolm did. got a little bit too uh <laughs> too cocky with that as always that's <laughs> malcolm though <laughs> he's forgiven <laughs> but uh i think la llorona seems like a little bit easier task assuming that you don't encounter, encounter her. her yeah i right. think that's the, the main it's encountering her and mm-hmm. i think if you're not a child, then you're fine. Right. You're safe. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the children you gotta watch out for. Gotta save for. the children. <laughs> gotta hide your kids. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, as a child, I guess we would have to look at our survival skills there. Like, how mm-hmm. much did we know as children to be able to survive her? And I mean, from what I was told, you could outrun. La Llorona. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, that's good. Because <laughs> she seems to just glide through the night. It's not like she's... <laughs> <laughs> she's like Flintstone feet. And right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think as a child, I probably have that to my advantage. I was very active. Um, I was actually quite a fast runner. So I think that I would have been able to escape all right. All right. So we'll, we'll actually get into that. We, we haven't gotten there just yet. Uh, we're still covering the mythos a little bit. Is there anything else you want to add to the mythos of La Llorona? Or because I think the story that I'm most familiar with with it is that, you know, she was this beautiful young woman named Maria with like two kids. 
found out that her husband was like cheating on her and then she out of like rage or spite she drowned the children but then felt guilty about drowning her children so she tried to save them and then ended up dying with the children and she was like condemned by god to like roam the you know roam the realm looking for her children even though she'll never find them so it's supposed to be like a story of like tragedy and and sadness which i think it actually um it's supposed to like link back to like aztec culture yes there is very um different versions of the story Mm -hmm. and this particular one i believe is tied into the mexican version of Mm -hmm. it and um i mean it goes back to before she was La Llorona, um, she was actually um, an Aztec princess, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I've heard, I've heard that version and, of it too. Um, I can't um, think of the name off the top of my head. Yeah, so there are different versions, um, and that one was a shorter version of of the Guatemalan version. There is another um, story that I've heard that it was about her being a beautiful woman, and she felt like her sons were a burden to her. And she felt like she couldn't party and do the things she could. So she ended up taking the boys down to the um, river and drowning them. Some say she drowned them herself. Some say due to neglect, they fell in the river and drowned. But at the end of the story, it's basically the same thing. She kids drowned. And now she is basically roaming the... (laughs) roaming the countryside or the city side just roaming the streets condemned to eternal pain and suffering i guess she has to pay for her sins yeah that's kind of what it sounds like yeah <laughs> she, she she ain't knocking on heaven's door anytime soon <laughs> um there is another version that i heard and that one was probably the one you were touching on earlier mm-hmm. um she was lovey 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 smith lovey dovey lovey dovey she was a loving and caring woman who, she was from humble beginnings, but the man she married was a wealthy man. So um, after giving birth to their two sons, she notices a change in her husband. Um, he begins to cheat on her. He begins to drink a lot and basically leaving her for lengthy amounts of times. So he barely came home. And when he did, it was just brief visits to see the boys um, and basically didn't pay any attention to her. She went out for a walk with her children one day and as she's strolling down, she happens to see her husband. He passes her and the kids up um, in a carriage with another woman. Dang, that's tough. Yeah. He acknowledges the children but completely ignores her. So Maria just she felt enraged. She felt anger. And unfortunately for the kids, she took it out on them. <laughs> like, if you like this, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, poor babies. They had <laughs> no fault to this. But yeah. So um, this version says that, yeah, she takes them to the river and she drowns them herself. Malcolm, can you hear us? Is yeah, I can hear you. I yeah. can hear it. Yeah. Yeah, you can hear it. Yeah. Hey, Malcolm, what's up? You're uh. You're live with us. Uh, we're talking about La Llorana. You, you know anything about that? 
Oh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Hi, Malcolm. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing this well. Is, this is the first time we're actually testing the Bluetooth call-in feature, so this is actually going to be pretty cool. Hopefully the levels aren't crazy loud, but whatever. Yeah. We'll, I'll figure it out when I edit it, right? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But, yeah, we were just about to get into the – are y'all, y'all finished up with the lore and everything? We're just about to actually get into the survive part of whether or not we'd be able to take on La Llorana. La Llorona, La Llorona. La Llorona. Llorona. I kept saying Llorona. I don't know why I keep doing that. Llorona. Because um, <laughs> you're not, you're not I real. I don't have any headphones in, so I can't hear you. <laughs> we're a little bit unprepared for the for this. But, uh, yeah, we're about to get into the survive portion of it. So if you're familiar with the show, you know that we rate. Uh, actually, no, Malcolm, since you're on the speaker, you can go ahead and do it. Yeah, you do it. <laughs> All right, so what we do is, so whether we figure out we can survive or not, we use a uh, grading scale. The first um, out of the grading scale that we use is danger, which is rated between one to five, uh, one being the most dangerous and five being the least. After that, we have skills and resources, which is different from danger, where one is the least amount of skills and five is the most. And then last, we have knowledgeability, which... With this, it's the same as skills and resources, where we have uh, one as the least amount of knowledge, and then five as the most amount of knowledge you can have. All right. So now that we uh, got that all situated, he doesn't let me tell it anymore because, you know, I'd be rambling too much sometimes. <laughs> he be going into it. So it was first created in 19. <laughs> <laughs> He does get very technical with things. You got to explain it thoroughly, right? But yeah, yeah, getting into the dangers of La Llorona. You, are you in Chicago right now? Yeah, yeah. We're mm-hmm. we're at a family party, so we're like impromptu oh. recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear walking in the background. <laughs> I'm in Diaz's room. Oh. <laughs> Strangely, it's the quietest place right now. So we're going to go ahead and uh, talk about dangers. So, Mom... <laughs> Yes. Uh, on a scale of one to five, like, you know, the Likert scale, how would you feel about having her go one-on-one with La Llorona? Like, you think you could take her? You think you could hit her with a one-two? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Uh, born and bred on the west side of Chicago, I got some moves. <laughs> I got some moves. <laughs> so, OG, you- triple OG, triple, triple OG. <laughs> So what would you put that then on the scale of one to five? One being the most dangerous of situations and five being the least dangerous. Well, I still think it's a dangerous situation, mm-hmm. but I think that, you know, I can take her. Right. I'd say a three. I'm going to be a little. Oh, wow, you mean, okay. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, so you'd be generous. <laughs> yeah. Generous La Llorona. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a four because. You already gonna get this work, yeah. <laughs> Hit it with the one, two. Maybe ask her out on a date. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's slow down. <laughs> what about you, Malcolm? So, just to be clear, are we referring to uh, her as the legend all around, or just the movie? Yeah, as the legend. Okay, let me just make sure I'm straight because you know I just, I'm just chiming in now. So <laughs> I know she typically t- targets children, correct? Yep. And drowns them. Yep. Pretty intense. So, I guess, uh, am I, like, am, am I me now or as a child? Uh, 
I guess you, I mean, you now. Yeah, we can go off you now. Okay. Does she have supernatural strength? Her only ability is her tangibility. So her ability her ability to be touched and perceived and all that stuff. So she's, in, you know, it was a little bit different from last week where we were talking about Slenderman yeah. and you're over here talking about, I go one piece Slenderman. Like, is that, <laughs> this is a little so bit can, easier, yeah. <laughs> so she can be touched. Oh, yeah. Oh. According to oh. the wiki. Okay, for sure. But no, say what? No, what was that? Go ahead, say what? What? Well, she's only gonna come after you if you're a kid. Right. She, yeah. She apparently doesn't want grown men or women. She's after the children. I wonder. I want to know what the cutoff age. So I'm gonna say, <laughs> if it's me at, if it's me at, like, I was a big, I was a big middle schooler. If it's me, ah, if it's me, like I say, in middle school, mm-hmm. like anywhere from there, I give her, I give it like a. Like a three, I was pretty, I was kind of big. I was strong. I don't think she holding me down on the yeah. water. And I can swim. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, think, yeah. I think with that, you know, like I said, because she can, she can physically go through things or is she have to like open up doors? Do we know? No, she's a banshee. So she can appear and reappear at any time. Uh, and I don't know. Like, I, I yeah. well, according to the folklore, she's, Basically, out at night. That's when she's searching for her children. Things going out at night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, in that case, I, I give it a, I give it a four. Yeah. Just because, <laughs> just because we like it's only one time of the day we really have to worry about as far as danger. It is what's stopping it from being like just super easy to me. It's the fact that. Um, Locking a door, stuff like that, it's not going to stop her from coming in. And then you you have to get to... She'll have to have you in a situation where you near a body of water, too, which helps it out. But I'm thinking four, four sounds pretty good. I agree. Skills and resources. So, I mean, La Llorona is, is practically told to every chi- a child in a Latin American household, all the way, you know, from Mexico all the way down to South America. And so I feel like we're prepared for this. Like we were born for this. Right. Yeah. This, <laughs> we were prepared. Yes. We from the West Side. <laughs> <All right. laughs> we are aware of her. <laughs> and that's why we are told not to stay out. Like she's by the river. Let her come to the mud. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But but mom, uh, as far as your skills and resources, what do you have, you know, like physically uh, or like access a certain resource that you know that okay you know La La Llorona won't be a a threat. Well, I think as a child, mm-hmm. my best <laughs> one of my best skills was I was a pretty quick runner, so I think I could outrun her. I mean, she looks like she just kind of glided through. <laughs> She's so ch- I, chilling. Yeah, she just you know she. <laughs> She wouldn't be able to catch me. I I don't think so. No, there are some like some variations of the folklore that say the once like you spot her, then you're like marked for death, or and then like you can die like in like seven days or whatever, or like not in seven days, but like you'll die in an eventual day. I think that's actually how the I'm ring, like I'm like that's I'm how the ring got did the, did the ring just yeah. That's how um one of the movies from yeah. La Llorona is yeah mm-hmm. that they you know once she touch you know touches a child and the child is marked and 
basically you have to break the curse in order to save the child mm -hmm. and in the meantime before people figure this out children they're, were dying. dying yeah so to keep that keep that in consideration that's something we had forgotten to mention in the in the while explaining it but keep that into consideration as well so i mean my mom i guess she said it was a fast runner so if, as long as you get away from her ghostly grasp then right. uh, you're okay but what would you give yourself then on that scale on that i'd say i'd give myself a four okay okay She's a better survivor than me. <laughs> that, hey, you about to get replaced. Yeah. <laughs> I just think you sell yourself short. <laughs> that's what I that's what I try but, to tell them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think I think I can outrun her definitely. I think that um as long as you you know, according to our version, our story, as long as you get home, you're safe. Mm -hmm. She can't go into your home. Right. Unless she's invited in. Right? Well, yeah, that's some versions, yeah. but yeah. So I think I think I cannot run her. Four, I agree. Give it a four, and I, I was pretty fast back in my day too. And uh, I mean, I would I'm not dumb enough to be wandering around the river. Well, I mean, that's more of knowledgeability, which we'll get into next. But I think like middle school years too, I was I was starting to take shape. I was starting to take form, you know. So I agree. Four, four. How about you, Malcolm? So for me, uh, I would say my biggest skill was probably uh, in resource. Probably be my mom mm -hmm. if she wasn't gonna let me be out that late. No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would have been at the crib. Uh, as far as as far as I'll go ahead. I'm sorry, my son just came. Go ahead. No, that's okay. <laughs> so as far as me me running, uh, me in middle school, she probably. I mean, if she just gliding, I could well outrun her. But if she if she run anything there like a four eight, she got me. <laughs> <laughs> now be in high school though that you know as far as running i'm good on that but i think i would be able to i would be stronger than her most likely mm -hmm. and like i said the, the fact that i wouldn't even be allowed out by then yeah and I, I, I the lights <laughs> yeah and i don't i don't like why would i be by a river anyway but <laughs> so, like so that, i'm gonna uh, give like that one leon bridges song <laughs> <laughs> But, but so I'm I'm thinking for me it would be a, a four also, as far as uh, everything I have at hand. Mm -hmm. All right, four across the boards, and uh, I think we have a sound for that. Uh, let me let me make sure it's the right one. There it is. <laughs> I took. I got. I don't even know my own board, <laughs> or our board. But you know, I set the presets. <laughs> We're a team. <laughs> All right, and last but not least, knowledgeability. Ma, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Right. <laughs> I, I think it'd be a five. I mean, Damn, okay, all right. I mean, this story is it's told to us mm -hmm. as a bedtime story, you know. Yeah. So it it was kind of a warning since you know we can remember. Mm -hmm. So we know about her. We know what she's capable of doing. And we also know what we should be doing to mm -hmm. stay away from her, <laughs> to avoid her. So if you don't get your black ass in bed. <laughs> if you don't get in this house right now. <laughs> so yeah, I think um, yeah, I think that I'm the type of person that I just avoid things. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not inviting anything. I yeah. I we stay away from that. There's no need for any of that. I mean, you really do be out here like lighting, what are sage. those sage and stuff, <laughs> I, cleansing the spirits. 
If you give them what you want, if you give them what they want, they'll leave you alone. (laughs) (laughs) All you got to do is just... (laughs) A little sage. A little sage. (laughs) Pray to Michael. (laughs) You're good, right? (laughs) Pray all the evil spirits away with some sage. You heard it here first, folks. No. <laughs> Survival tip. Right. Hey, we would have kept up with our... Uh, <laughs> what happened? What happened? I said we, if we would have kept up with our uh, survival, yeah, survival uh, guy. <laughs> we, we, we'll go through the episodes eventually and put them all in. <laughs> but as far as knowledgeability, I would agree five, but I'm going to give fours across the board just because I like four, four, four. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> as long as it's not 666. Yeah, right. Yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to have to bleep those numbers out. You're out here conjuring evil. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just going to have to go and burn some sage when she gets home. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go four. Uh, I think, like like she said, it's told to us as a bedtime story. It's something to be aware of. But like sometimes, you know, we could be badass little kids. And uh, just go out and uh, do what we're told not to do. So always got to keep that that aspect of it in there. So I'm going to give it a four. How about you, Malcolm? So I'm going to actually be different. So with that, I'm going to have to give myself a three. Because me in middle school, I didn't know about, um, you know, running, no COVID mm-hmm. before. And so, like, I knew, like, the reason why I'm giving myself a three and not, let's say, a one is because I knew about, like, evil spirits and stuff like that. So I know I would be able to identify and I knew enough like, Oh, let me get home. Bust out, uh, bust out a Bible, uh, nearest to me, throw some salt (laughs) and have everything like kind of set from there. But I didn't have the information like specifically, uh, for, for her. So that's why for me, it'll have to be a three. That, that, That works. That makes sense to me. Um, my mom had to step out real quick to go 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 sell everybody down. They're, they think the Bears game just started, so they're all, they're all like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I mean that the Packers. Lo- I was like the Packers lost I too. Know. I know they amped up. Yeah, it's a great day. It's a great day to be a Bears <laughs> fan, right? <laughs> but so I honestly feel like I don't. I shouldn't even have to <laughs> calculate. You know, I think for the sake of the of having my mom on the show, though, we should at least calculate her score. Just because you know she is a she she was a she's a real one. She's been with us since day one, telling us all the things that we've been doing wrong. So, yeah. <laughs> what the mom's for exactly first guest ever. So I honestly, what was it? Three, four, and five. Is that what it was? I think it was. Yeah, three, yeah. four, and five. Okay, mom's coming in at a cool eighty percent, eighty percent survivability rate. I mean, that's still pretty yeah, good. I don't think I ever got that. <laughs> At least ninety nine point five. Like, yeah. obviously, our system is flawed. <laughs> like, I don't even want to calculate mine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I figured it wouldn't make any sense for us to calculate ours. I mean, we know we're surviving. Like, as long as we got that, as long as we got that. Yeah, hey, I ain't trying to get embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, she came. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody out there gonna be like, dang, she came in on one episode. It just set a new record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> she was made for this episode. <laughs> for sure. Like I, I was yeah, this one is like I said, 
as far as me being prepared, mm-hmm. not so much. Well, yeah, I kind of just called you mid-show. <laughs> well, no. Well, I mean, like even for her, uh, like meeting up, mm-hmm. I'm not. I wouldn't say I would be the most prepared. Like, say, I feel like you and your mother have are way more prepared than I would be. Right. Well, but yeah. what's saving me is her. I just feel like she's not that much of a threat mm-hmm. to, especially she could be t- the fact she can be touched. Yeah. And like her really, her only means is she wants to drown you. So that gives you some time too. Mm-hmm. if it was like a on site thing, then we'd probably be having a different story. Right. right <laughs> yeah. She's not like lifting trailers or, or yeah. you know, taking your soul from you. Ain't like this uh, monster from it follows just out here. Turning six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, uh, Malcolm, being here. <laughs> Last minute calling. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you, Malcolm. Yeah, thank you. I'm, nice to have you on. We got the we got the meet in person though. Well, it's been a while. I think last time it was like at one of the band concerts or something, or the musical for sure. Yeah, had to be like yeah. a while ago. I had to take it trip down to chicago yeah i mean you always be trashing the city but uh yeah welcome <laughs> when are you coming down <laughs> It'll be so- the city awaits <laughs> <laughs> you are always always welcome in our home see that's that's love right there people. yeah you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> milwaukee and chicago could get along <laughs> Stop the violence. Yeah. We just can't right. have teams, uh, but <laughs> you have jam for peace in Milwaukee. It'd be a fight there each year. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I think this uh concludes this week's episode or this special bonus episode. Uh Malcolm, I'll go ahead and let you get back to your business. So I'm gonna hang up on you. Is that all right? <laughs> all good. I appreciate it, man. Bye-bye, Malcolm. All right. Bye. All right. So that concludes this week's episode or this special bonus episode. If you want to find yourself on a Survive the Podcast episode, all you have to do is go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the Survive Podcast, and check out that, uh, I believe it's our fourth tier um and you can be on the show we'll put you uh we'll put you down to make sure you get on and it'll be a great time so yes please subscribe yes like comment share make us famous so i can buy my mama cadillac <laughs> yes he's been saying that since he was a kid <laughs> it's about that time son <laughs> but it's been a pleasure having you on the show thank you for being our biggest critic and our biggest supporter thank you my and, pleasure uh, yeah don't I appreciate uh, it <laughs> don't uh stay away from rivers at night you never know when the uh weeping woman will drag you into an eternal abyss stay away from weeping women that that sounds toxic <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> i'll take your word for it bob <laughs> so, uh,
Have you ever wanted to deep dive into the lore and stories behind all your favorite Marvel movies? Then do we have the show for you. I'm Captain Shanko. And I'm Psych88. Join us as we dissect the media megalith that is the MCU. We'll talk about the origin stories, the fights, and everything in between. The MCU Lorecast releases on all major podcasting platforms on Mondays as part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club and can be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.